After entrepreneurship used to be a long and winding journey. Even if you had an amazing idea, not anymore. Learn from entrepreneurs who had the drive to take it to the next level. From Studio BAGC, join our host, Shil Niyogi, the author of two best selling books on growing businesses and engaging customers while doing so. And buckle up for a new episode of Driven, this one and only podcast. To help you connect the dots and successfully drive your business on roads less traveled. Welcome to another episode of the Driven Podcast. I'm your host, Shil Niyogi. And today on our show, we have Laura Rodriguez O'Dwyer, who has a unique product, Genus, that helps us to learn German better. Because it has something called case declension. And her firm is Glot Learning, and her product is already in the MVP stage, and she is looking to go to market soon. Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, Shil. Thank you for having me. Um, we are Glot Learning, and um, our uh, proposal is to offer. Um, methods tailored to your learning style. So this one is, ta- is targeted to visual learners and we have a way to uh, teach you how the system works and uh, then let you practice. So you memorize the system in a very visual manner and in a fun manner. I've been honing this method for over four years in the classroom and now it's becoming an app. That's how it came he came Very to nice. Life. Very nice. And, and so how is it different from Babel and Rosetta Stone? You know, the mechanics of how it works. Uh, that's an excellent question. Actually, um, we are focusing on a niche within language learning. Uh, we are not going to teach you how to order coffee, but we're going to teach you how the system works. So you can order whatever you want, but how... Like we're cracking the grammar system. We are actually focusing on a specific challenge. This problem, case declension, is like this one of, if not the one, the top, one of the top three definitely scariest monsters in the German language and in many other languages with this grammar phenomenon. Great. So, that's, so we, we are actually complementary even to Rosetta Stone and Babel. They just give you generic or they give you vocab, uh, we give you structure. We, he- we help you understand the system. So a lot of this need may have come from some of the problems you had noticed, right? Some of the, the languages you mentioned there, that there were top three and this was one of them. So, so two parts of this question. How did you, what made you conceive the idea, right? And then any backstory of that, right? So the second part is more around, you know, your inspiration and, and, and things you have done. So, um, so yeah, so those two questions, if you can tell us a little bit of, about those. Well, um, how, so how did I conceive the idea? Great question. And um, actually, 
I I know this is something that I struggle with uh, as a German learner. Um, I actually, I work with I've been in touch with the German language for like 22 years and teach it and translate it. I was tenure professor, so it's like one of my major languages with among other languages that I work with. And when I was, um, I had a student that whose biggest problem was that she had been studying German for like five, eight years. I don't remember, but it was a, a nice amount of time. And she was still struggling to understand how the system worked, how to use it properly. And I used the traditional methods. You know, I, sh- I used to sh- uh, show her the tables there's tables that you have to memorize and then but it's all very native centered so you have to understand things as a native and in that system uh some of the um the articles or the forms call uh, overlap with others so uh, for our uh, rational adult bra- uh, brains that's a that's a problem okay. so uh, i i was worried about this student and I was like, I need to find a solution. And I was uh, doing this training for uh, teaching Spanish as a foreign language. And uh, I, ha- I came across this uh, system of um, different ways of learning and, you know, uh, v- a VAK system, you know, visual, auditory and kinesthetic learning styles, intelligences. And it's like everything came together. And I was like, of course, we yeah. are teaching the same way <laughs> we are using very, very outdated methods and there has to be a, a way to crack this system to make it simpler to make it easier to remember and to go to the core of it and from that core to convert it or to yeah to transform it into the different um articles and forms that you need in the grammar so I studied. Uh, I started doing like uh, my own practice with my students. With uh, we do something with colors, of course. That's why it's visual, and I could see that uh, they would understand it from day one, like in one third of the time, than with the traditional methods. So I just kept doing it, and then I was like, okay, the world would need this because we you cannot say a proper sentence unless you understand how this works. So that's yeah. actually. Uh, the story behind it. If you can talk a little bit about yourself, you know, some of the education you received and, and you know, early life that kind of helped you um, generate an interest, like you mentioned that if it's a world problem, just, um, you know, kind of jump, jump into, into that and then solve it. So, so tell us a little bit about that. Okay. I will tell you something that is not so many people know, but it was an moment when I was a child. Sure. I I was uh, raised by uh, a single mom. I mean, she was married, got a divorce, but she raised me <laughs> or an absent father, as we say now. So um, uh, we, she was a, a school principal. I even grew up in a, in a village without electricity, was in touch with many children and education was always there. Like I I literally lived in schools. Then I remember back in the days, I'm an 80s child. Uh, We had radio, internet, remember? Yeah. (laughs) And we are all, we we just, we were born earlier. Um, 
I we I remember that we used to listen to all songs in Spanish. I'm from Argentina, mm-hmm. and they, I could, of course, I could understand everything in my surroundings, everything. Until one day, I heard uh, Gloria Stefan. I don't know. Do you know her? Gloria oh yeah, Stefan? absolutely. Fun singer. Yeah. Yeah. And she, of course, I heard, yeah, I like her. In, I always knew things in Spanish. And one day I heard her singing in English and I went crazy. I was like, <laughs> I felt it. Like, what? I cannot understand the word. And my mom said, yeah, yeah, that's English. I was like, no, that's not normal. Why? I cannot understand. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's normal. People speak different languages. I was like, I don't know, four or five years old. I was so angry and then I decided that I had to crack the system and um, I basically self-taught myself uh, English like watching movies I would just expose myself actively to learn the language my biggest inspiration were uh, friends I love friends I learned so many phrases from them and expressions and then uh, like I knew languages were my thing like uh, you have me during the weekend and what do I love doing I love studying Korean and Mandarin Chinese. Maybe, wow. or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's how I realized uh, there is something there uh, that I love uh, languages. Sure. And, and are you looking at other languages? I mean, uh, learning as well as, you know, using your case declension um, use case for Indian languages, such as Hindi, Bengali. In fact, Hindi and Bengali are among the most spoken languages in the world, right? So, um, so are you are you planning to to get your um, get your platform in India as well? Um, that's another great question. And by the way, I realized I didn't completely answer your former question because you asked me okay. about my my professional background and so that I say my credentials quickly. I um, I am a, a translator for German language, translator for English language. I translated books into from, from English about hyperpolyglots actually into Spanish. I am an, a language activist. I am part of the lead um, and uh, the leadership of the NGO Respond Crisis Translation. We help asylum seekers and refugees I have co-founded uh, Six Languages and Wine because I love wine and languages, of course. Very nice. And uh, was tenured professor of uh, a national university for the je- chair of uh, le- uh, German language. And what else? Uh, yeah, well, and I teach Spanish as a foreign language, English and German. And I love learning languages. So that's like my background. Um, and now uh, to your question. Yes, we would love to go to the Indian market. And this um, case declension phenomenon is present in many other languages. We are looking at applying the method, of course, um, uh, taking into consideration the, the character, the features and respecting everything in the grammar of each language. But we are looking at um, applying this method with other languages that have a case declension. And we would love to go, we are, we plan to go global. So definitely we would love to work with uh, other languages such as Hindi and Bengali and Chinese and like the major languages. Yes. Sure. A sure. big yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, no, definitely. India has, 
um, several languages uh, and dialects. So, you know, it will keep you busy if you ever plan plan on entering India. So, um, so now another question I had was around, um, uh, you know, the pandemic, right? Did the pandemic actually help you take a stock of this situation? And did it enable any kind of regrouping and re-strategizing? Or um, was it something that kind of didn't necessarily go well with your plan of coming to market? Oh, that's a really interesting question. Um, actually, I have to say, I don't know about you. You will you 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 probably have your own experience as well. Sure. Um, when you are an entrepreneur at heart, the pandemic is like uh, a challenge, and uh, it feels like an incubator because if your yeah. uh, your company or what you do is online, it's like it it gets pumped pumped up. You know, it's like yeah. you get extra because you get you don't have to commute. You don't have to interact with so many people. We can, you can just focus exactly on what you want to do. So in that aspect, actually, it was, um, I, uh, it was helpful. I, I feel bad about saying that, actually. But yeah. um, it, it did because I also came, um, uh, many things were opened. Many, I could have access and I have access right now to things that I could have never have otherwise, like meeting people from uh, amazing countries, even you, like the way we got to meet. I don't think that uh, program would have been there uh, without the pandemic and for everyone. Um, Yeah, and yes, so um, I think uh, that's also uh, things that we do. Uh, Entrepreneurs see lemons and we get tequila and lemon, right? And and tequila (laughs) and salt. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, I knew about key, key lime pie but uh yeah tequila would be better <laughs> yeah yeah well, that's what we say in spanish if life gives gives you lemons just get the salt and the tequila <laughs> yeah, that's cool yeah. lemonade um great <laughs> no i i i completely agree with you because some of the commute time plus some of the the fact that you know in your day in and day out work you you got a little bit relieved because um, people took stock of the situation and um, helped you um, improve your lives. I mean, help, helped all of us kind of work within certain, you know, openness. Uh, so there were less stringencies and strictures. So definitely helped um, kind of um, in, in engaging with some of the thoughts we had, some of the ideas we had, and kind of brought us to that level where we could go closer to our MVPs. So yeah. now talking about that, um, the whole idea of uh, um, getting on to your MVP and beyond. So what would you say are some of the important milestones you have already seen and where would you like to go and take the product? Okay. So um, a milestone we, we had is that the MVP is ready uh, we have hired um, uh, another developer for the front end. But the team is, uh, we are two founders. I am the CEO and my, uh, and my co-founder, Augusto Montagna, is the CTO. 
So he does all the technical aspects of uh, the company. And we hired um, another developer, a media company, a digital marketing company, and um, a, a graphic designer. So that's something that we could do during the pandemic. Uh, we can all work remotely and very well. Another milestone is that I joined a special course with um, a, an amazing mentor, and I am learning how to get the pitch right, how to pitch for investors and get the get fund to get funding for cloud uh, uh, learning. And uh, so we are uh, really making it happen. You know. I am more determined than ever that I want to make this happen and work uh, full-time on this. Uh, right now, we are not getting any revenue. We're actually doing this like with, um, by our own means. And it's, uh, it's looking good. And yeah, yeah, we would definitely need, we need uh, funding to make it happen. But I think it will happen, definitely. We are on it. Sure, absolutely. And so what will help you reach out to your customers better? And, and let me say that by also adding to the fact that if some of your investors were your customers, would it be something useful? I mean, kind of I'm um, alluding towards um, you know, the, the whole crowd financing aspect. Did you ever try anything like Kickstarter or uh, Indiegogo or any of these other methods if you're uh, looking for investors slash customers? You mean a crowdfunding platform? Yes. Uh, we, we were toying with the idea of doing that, to be honest, because we know that this, the problem we are uh, solving is a problem that you will have. <laughs> it's yeah. unavoidable. You want to learn those languages and that uh, nobody's really tackling them in the, in the way we are doing it. Of course, there is competition, but they do it differently. So we, we did think about that, but for a crowdfunding campaign, you already need uh, quite a good uh, amount of capital so we decided to put that money into developing our uh, our app. That's that's the reality of things. Um, another uh, barrier that we have is that um, uh, now being located in Argentina is not very auspicious for uh, companies uh, that, that want to go global. We have um, a government that is applying measurements uh, closer to the ones that uh, are uh, put in Venezuela. So we have restrictions and right. definitely a milestone that will happen is that I will have to, and I am I'm okay with it, really happy. I will leave this country to make, uh, to make uh, this happen. Um, so yes, uh, we were thinking about that, but the barrier is that you already need uh, strong capital to, to make it a success. You know, yeah. um, I do see that or can imagine that, our investors will either be customers because they understand the struggle and they see how important this is. And also people who understand that language access is um, makes you free. Well, you also know you are uh, multilingual. And yeah. if 
he didn't speak language uh, this language English fluently. Uh, many of the things that happened in our lives, uh, beautiful things, would not be possible. Absolutely. So language, powerful thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I completely agree with you. So, if if somebody needed to connect with you, either because um, you know they they were interested in this product and wanted to partner with you or invest in, in this product as an investor, how would that person reach you? So that is part one of the question. And then if somebody wants, wanted to kind of get mentored by you, right? Uh, because they were either looking for help in starting their businesses or products, or they just wanted to know some of the, uh, the challenges that you faced uh, at the very uh, beginning of your uh, your um, startup. So, how would they reach you? Okay. Um, well, you can definitely uh, reach me. Um, send me an email. I, I can give you the uh, the company's email, and also I have another email in case uh, people don't uh, won't don't like that or want like more like a personal email. Um, so it's my company email is Laura, Laura, L-A-U-R-A at uh, glotlearning.com. That's my first email. And the second email is um, Laura Rodriguez O'Dwyer. That's kind of tough at gmail.com. But you can find me online. Like if you, uh, I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on um, Instagram. I'm actually quite easy to access. <laughs> yeah. And I'm yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm very you're open very... to help. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, I'm definitely. I'm to help in any way possible. So I'll be honored either to get help, very, very welcome, and to give help. Yes, sure. Very... Mm-hmm. That's, that's very kind of you. Um, thank you for that. If you were to do anything different from what you did, right, what, which, which particular action would you choose? Mm, that's a really interesting question because I, the problem with thinking that way is that it couldn't be possible because I couldn't be where I am now if I changed the mistakes that I made. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very good point, actually. That's a very good point because from mistakes we learn. We learn, we adapt, we change. So mistakes are important. It's part of the process. Like, um, how, how would I know what I know now if I hadn't made that mistake? Like, yeah. you know, um, I don't know, uh, hiring the wrong people and then, you know, okay, next time I will pay attention to this or I, I will get to know this person better or um, things that uh, you miss, you overestimate your capacity or you underestimate uh, the scope of your solution um, or um, you actually... It's, it's a really good question, but it's like a, a life question. Like, how would you, if you change one thing, you know, it's like in the movies, where <laughs> you are now and you are who you are now and you want to change it because you know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like a time machine thing, right? Going back and changing one factor. And then a lot, lot of things could change. So, so basically, um, yeah, so that was, that was I, I the right approach. Like, if it's wishful thinking, I wish I could have uh, understood that this was my calling earlier on. But I think I can handle the things that I can handle the way I do now 
because of my other paths in life. You know, like uh, most people, uh, you can't be who you are without the experiences that made you. So that's a, that's a tricky thing. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. So, so that is all I had and we are at the top of the hour. So uh, any other last words? Uh, first, um, I want to thank you again for this opportunity. Um, I really enjoyed a lot talking with you. And um, I want to say to everyone, particularly to women, we, uh, you know, I, I participated in a survey by Mexico uh, Endeavor, Endeavor Mexico, uh, about it. It was for Latin, Latin America. Well, how many women in tech or women in CEO positions there are? And it turned out we are like 9% only with solo founders and 23%. And it's increasing. But I think uh, we women uh, need to stop thinking in terms of um, comparing ourselves with men. And there, like, there are so many men that really, that really don't see gender. They see talent. Uh, we need to to empower us ourselves and to to grow into the person that we really we really truly are like sometimes we are we look like a kitten but we are lions or lionesses so um yeah just to stop being afraid and uh and keep on trying and studying and learning and don't see limits if someone is putting you down or undermining you just remove yourself from that situation you don't even need to explain that they don't get it. You just go somewhere where they treat you right, you know. That, that's, that's just, I don't know, someone might need to hear this. Um, that's that's my, 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 my two cents <laughs> about no, life. And- <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a great message. Resonates with a lot of us. So definitely, thank you. The unique way of reaching out, helping people um, learn a language better. And it was very inspiring to our listeners to walk the steps you have taken and the drive you have had, which, which drove you from your thoughts, your ideas into this project. So, so thank you again for that. And listeners, please feel free to reach me at shil.niyogi at gmail.com. So it is S-H-I-L dot N-I-Y-O-G-I at gmail.com if you have any questions. Thanks again for listening.